What are the benefits of being a Salesforce partner when it comes to AI-driven innovation? How can AI help hotel companies create personalized experiences for their customers? What role does real-time data play in shaping AI-driven customer interactions? Welcome to Artificial Intelligence Innovations Meets App Exchange, the bi-weekly show that explores the impact of AI in the Salesforce ecosystem. I'm Jakub Stefaniak, Salesforce Certified Technical Architect and VP of Technology Strategy and Innovation at Akiva Labs, where we help App Exchange partners accelerate their adoption of the latest technologies and get the most out of their Salesforce partnership. In each episode, we sit down with leaders from App Exchange ecosystem to discuss the latest trends and innovation in AI, product development opportunities, and ethical considerations. Our goal is to address critical challenges faced by business, build a community of engaged professionals, and provide insights into the latest trends and innovation in AI to help you stay informed and ahead of the curve. So, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's dive into the world of AI and App Exchange. So, Luis, thank you a lot for accepting our invitation. Could you at the beginning tell us a little bit more about yourself, your product, and your role in App Exchange ecosystem? Hi, Jacob. Thank you for having me here this morning. The, uh, I've spent the last 30 years running software companies that uh, serve hotels and resorts. Currently, I'm running a company that builds a data integration platform called Happy, short for Hospitality API. We've built connectivity that pulls data from different hotel systems that are on-premise or in different clouds and create a consolidated event stream that we publish out for hotel companies to build new solutions. One of which is an area that we've also built out. We built a collection of ISV apps in uh, Salesforce that build a consolidated view of the customer based on the data that we're collecting from these different systems. And it's uh, from different touch points within the hotel. So it could be hotel reservations, it could be restaurant reservations, it could be spa reservations, other activities that are set up. And we consolidate that to create a consolidated profile in the Salesforce core work. And then we've, we've built um, another ISP app that creates a consolidated, simplified view of that customer. And we've built marketing cloud apps and a intelligence apps that, that ride upon, upon the same data. And our aim is to help hotel companies employ Salesforce as a CRM solution for, for their business. That sounds quite exciting because not many ISVs use not only Salesforce platform, but as well marketing cloud, this extra analytics layer and so on. So it sounds like you're using quite a lot of technology, but maybe let's start with the industry itself. Looking on the hospitality, do you already see lots of traction in AI-related topics, lots of excitement? What is your overall feeling about the this? Hospitality is generally a, a bit of a laggard when it comes to technology, but there is a lot of, a lot of excitement around around the use of AI. If we look back at some of the traditional, some of the more traditional looks of, uh, of building intelligence, the, and then serving it up, we've seen a push on personalization that's very heavy in, in hospitality and there's a lot of energy around that. And I think that as we can continue to, to amass more data and, and create automation, right now, one of the things that's occurring in hospitality is that they're, they have a, a really tough time staffing. So anything that could uh, that could create automation and create consistency in the experience is going to be very very welcome in hospitality. 
And what about generally appetite for the risk? Because as we know, the current AI solutions sometimes are not fully bulletproof. We are familiar with this term hallucinations when we can generally get very random results, right? From the industry perspective, is the current state of AI stable enough to be like production ready or are there like big concerns about this? There's been different views on this. There's been already, for years now, there have been companies that have been building chatbots that automate certain steps. The reality is that you have a lot of very consistent questions that can be served up and, uh, and dealt with. You know, what time is a restaurant open? When can I use the gym? What time is the shuttle to the, to the airport? Things like this that are very easy to, to discern. And they've kept it at that level. I think that what we'll see now is with the, with the advances in, uh, in being able to, to construct more comprehensive answers, we'll see a push more towards higher level services that, all, that before couldn't be answered by the chatbots. I think that it's still structured enough data that we can, uh, that we can put, it, put together responses with, uh, with, with few hallucinations. And, and it should serve to, or will serve to, to help create better experiences for customers. Awesome. That makes sense. So going back to Happy itself, it's a leader of product company. How do you expect AI to change the app exchange market itself? And do you already have some AI related development activities in your company? So I think I view the, the beautiful part about AI is that it's enabling and it enables some people to, to create text, uh, to, to create interpretations of data, to create code. And, and I think that each participant in the, in the, in the solution providing and the, in the solution creation ecosystem has the opportunity to leverage pieces that are, that are coming in underneath it. So if we think about what, what Salesforce is bringing, there's the open AI and, and the, the development of uh, LLMs and the core technologies. I think as it'll be Salesforce's responsibility to build on top of them, as with, that's what they're aiming to do, to create solutions that are specific to the platform with Einstein GPT, et cetera, that, uh, that it will then be more responsibility to make use of those solutions to create value for the customer. And that's how we're viewing it. We'll be leaning upon Salesforce to, to provide their layer on this. And the layer should be the, the use of, of AI as uh, AI engines but with the consideration of uh, privacy around the, the, the customer's data. And then our job will be to amass the data and expose it such that they can be, they can be building intelligent interactions with customers based on customer data. Mm -hmm. So do I understand correctly that uh, your strategic approach is to wait for Salesforce Einstein GBT to be like generally available and you are like not considering to use directly with OpenAI or other AI providers? Uh, correct. And, and in particular, because I think that there's that the Salesforce's take on on working to ensure security around the, around the customer data is where I think that they can bring value. I think that there's other opportunities for us to use AI in 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 our business, frankly, in either code generation, testing, or other other components, other other assets. But in terms of productizing, in terms of productizing, we're leaning upon the upon uh, we'll be leaning upon Salesforce. And I think that that's, that's really how we could best make use of this, is that we're, we're layering on top of the functionality. Everyone's responsible for their layer, essentially, of, uh, of capabilities. Sure. And it's one of the reasons why we are speaking 
today that as leader of product company as well it sounds you have like some extra tasks related to invitations coming from your customers and i know that you are going to speak as part of panel about relevance of ai for crms in the upcoming hospitality show in the las vegas could you tell us a little bit more about how it happened and to exactly what are the expectations of customers who want you to speak about this kind of topics it's, ai is, is obviously on, on the top of everyone's mind today and the, the talking base are, are are, are no different. There's a conference coming up. They selected to create a topic around this, and they've invited leaders of different technology companies to come and give their their take on uh, on AI and how they're employing it. A lot of them are purpose-built applications that are that are uh, reservation systems or revenue optimization systems. Figure out what to charge for the rooms. They've and there's a handful of others that were invited to speak on the topic. I was invited to bring the the CRM perspective. So how, what is the relevance in terms of, of uh, interacting or creating a CRM experience or, or powering CRM for a hotel company using AI? And it'll be particularly what we'll be talking about, or I'm, I'm planning on thinking about the uh, interactions with customers, automation around interactions with customers, and how we can do, how we will hopefully be able to do a better job of mapping and creating, uh, doing a, a recognition of customers, a deduping of, of customers using AI. And that's that's that'll be a conversation at the end of this month in Las Vegas for anyone who will be attending the hospitality show from the 27th to the 29th of June. Awesome. And now I'm a little bit jealous because of Las Vegas is an amazing city. And I understand that as part of the panel, not all companies are going to be up exchange products, right? It's for generally for TR companies. So I'm curious to hear. Do you think that being app exchange partner in AI-related topic is generally advantage or disadvantage in terms of how fast you can proceed with adoption, how many technologies are available, their overall like approach as being Salesforce partner? So we will be the only Salesforce partner that's well. There's two companies that that will be on that have, that have some level of effort with uh, Salesforce, but we are the ones that are really more tasked with the, the implementation of CRM for hotels. The other has a marketing cloud app or is contemplating marketing cloud app. In that regard, I think it's a it's a great opportunity for us because we get to leverage what's being built for the platform. And whereas everyone else is in a position of having to really start from square one and consider, you know, they, they have to consider the full stack essentially. Like I like I was saying before, that we get to lean on more of the effort that's being being delivered by Salesforce on this. And and the reason we built, you know, to, to take a step back. And say it another way, we built an integration platform that collects data from multiple disparate systems and then brings it into one central stream. And our the mission for that was to accelerate innovation for hotel companies. To, historically, people would have to build integrations to each of these systems and deploy them and start to collect data in order to then make use of it. In, in our world, we wanted to free companies, hotel companies and technology companies from having to do all that effort and we create a single stream of it. Our next level of uh, enablement is if we can enable that data on a, an open platform like Salesforce, where people aren't don't just have access to a stream of data, but they have access to that data living at rest and streaming through a platform like Salesforce that they could then build workflows and build uh, user experiences for, for their employees to interact with the, with the customer data. Okay. So going back maybe for a second to the development of your app itself, you mentioned that you see capabilities of, for example, code generation coming from 
AIs. Uh, they are like different tools which people are playing with. And uh, I think interesting topic is how as a company you generally make research in this area. So do you just give a green light to employees to make their own experiments? Do you have like some structure for checking what really works and what just is a fancy buzzword popping up from medium blog posts and yeah how to manage this knowledge in, in this regard frankly we're, we're really 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 busy right now with customer engagements so we are we're, we're moving slowly on, on engaging on uh on embracing ai to accelerate development or or to employ within the organization it's very light at this point and we're leaning upon some of our development partners also to bring some best practices to the table and, uh, and help us accelerate into the future. So we see more currently, the focus is more on how we're going to be able to enable this for our customers. And then what we'll be following is how we can enable it to accelerate our processes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And it's one of these things where we see as Akiva our place as PDO that literally sometimes as ISV you don't have time or like resources to make research on some stuff and then like fact that we can share some good practices as well as kind of a win-win uh, well, model. Well, I wasn't right? going to give you a um, square plug like that, but yes, we are leaving on Akiva to, to assist us as a as a PDO and, uh, and we, we really applaud the efforts that Akiva is taking to be a leader in the area and learning how, how it could be adopted to create acceleration on crew generation and, and blockchain and navigation development. Awesome. So let's now think a little bit more about future and looking on this current capabilities when we see and your product roadmap. Are there like any specific things which you already have in mind or in the backlog when you expect in like one, two or three years from now when Salesforce will deliver this technology is going to be part of the core product or it's still too early to make? Oh, I think that, there's, that it is clear that what we will be doing is employing AI to make employees' lives easier. And the, the, the way that that will occur is I believe that uh, applications are a much more of a conversational, conversational or even an automated conversation that's a, a prompted approach that as data is made available to, to an employee or as information is available, that they can be coaxed on next best action and driven through exchanges with customers in a very, very curated, personalized and, and relevant way based on customer data. So if, if you were to think of whether it's self-service, you know, in the hospitality business, there's always a, a lot of emphasis on having personalized service or, or per, a personal touch with a human. But really, there's been more of a shift of, hey, and let people choose how they're served, either with automation or without. And in both cases, the whether it's uh, in an automated conversation with the customer or in a person-to-person uh, person conversation, we should be really employing as much as we can about the customer to deliver a curated conversation that's relevant and, and frankly, productive, that the, that the customer says, wow, you really know me. And that will, that's, that's hospitality as I see it. Mm -hmm. But I see it as well as potential risk because I can imagine that if in the future, most of the apps are going to have this chat-like interface when people just ask questions and get outputs, has uh, how App Exchange Partner can then differentiate their product if literally the end customer don't see your application most of the time. So how to exactly like make sure that your position in the market is going not be affected by the fact that interface is not going to be so big part Well, of the, the focus then would be more on how you're employing the data that you have. At the end of the day, if you, you know, any AI conversation is starting with, well, we need data. 
and we're in the data business. If we can, if we can surface relevant data in real time and then create actions against it, the interface isn't as valuable as, valuable as the outcome. If we can create better outcomes, then that is, if we can surface up to someone at the right time, hey, this person has had a, a long day of flying, they've had, uh, they've had some travel interruptions, and what they really need now is a, uh, a great steak and a glass of wine to close out their evening, that would be, and you, and you can make that recommendation at the right time, that is what could set the, uh, set the experience part for the customer and create an upsell for, the, uh, for their job. It sounds like a good moment to be a data-driven company. Oh, I'm right? very happy to be in the data business today and to be a data-driven company. We've been big believers of, uh, of making data actionable a real-time data actionable, and this is what we're, we're, we're looking forward to, to doing more and more in the space to drive the market, to, to drive the industry forward. So I'm wondering, does it mean that like from your perspective, this potential AI enhancements to the core of your platform for like data-related topics is going to be first priority, and then if it will be possible to make some enhancements to the analytic layer or to marketing cloud is going to be like the second priority or do you see it like as similar potential like benefits oh, for I your see, company? I see it. I see them happening in tandem. There's no point in streaming the data if we can't get to, to creating value. So the, the fact that we can stream the data to, to marketing cloud and, and personalization studio and have better decisions being made, that's, that's where we need to get to. So I see this very much happening in, ta in tandem. And the same thing with analytics, that, uh, that we need to surface the data so that we can surface up better intelligence. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So maybe now let's uh, speak for a second about similar companies to Happy. I, I'm not sure, do you have like many competitors? Based on what you said, I suppose that most of them are not Salesforce driven. Are you aware that they are like making some heavy investment in AI or generally like from competitors' point of view, like you don't see so many activities I'm at this moment? I'm not seeing as many activities. And I believe that what we'll see is, they, and I'm sure they're, they're working on it because if they've got, at the very least, like everyone else is thinking about it. Well, I believe that for the people that have built purpose-built tech stacks, they're going to be at a massive disadvantage when it comes to having a pattern to follow for employing real-time data and incorporating it in a safe and productive way you employing AI. And that's where, as, as Salesforce delivers this, and we can build on top of that, everyone goes faster. So if when, when Salesforce delivers that, that's one last effort that we need to take. We can make our, our solutions faster, create value faster. And that means that the customers can then employ our solutions and, and tailor it to deliver faster uh, value faster for themselves. So I think that uh, that it doesn't matter what the competitors try to do, we will always be able to go faster with Salesforce. I think it's a very nice summary of like literally. We are paying quite lots of for Salesforce licenses, but the fact that they innovate for us as well, like it's a moment when we see all these benefits going on, yeah. right? Awesome, Luis. Thank you a lot for your time and for your insight. Really appreciate it. And have fun Thank in you. Las Vegas. Thank you. Thank you for having me on today. Thank you so very much for tuning into this episode of AI Innovations Meets App Exchange. We hope you enjoyed the insightful discussion and found this episode valuable. To stay updated on our latest episodes, be sure to sign up for our newsletter and never miss a beat. 
If you have any questions or you want to engage with us further, we'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn. Until next time, keep exploring the exciting world of AI and App Exchange.